The Winefellers comes to you from the lavish WHUP studios in Hillsboro, North Carolina. Listen to us also on WPVM Asheville, WCOM Carborough, and WRLY Raleigh. This week's Winefellers is brought to you by the Hillsboro Tourism Board. Low on gas and near exit 164 during normal business hours? Visit Hillsboro. Learjet, introducing our new Sommelier Interior Edition with Wine Cellar and Monogrammed Ice Bucket. Fly high above the indolent rubes in a Learjet. And River of Life Lutheran Church, reminding you to ask yourself, are you the reason why Jesus came? Welcome to this week's episode of The Wine Fellers, right here on WHUPLP, Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Joe, co-founder of TrueBottle.com, your professional source for wine auction prices, and my good feller Mark here, fine wine auction director with Leland Little Auctions. And together, we are the Wine Frantically subdued episode of the Winefellers ever, our good friend Alex, the wine guru, will come on to discuss the world's most popular variety of red wine. And by that, I mean wine made from the Cabernet Sauvignon grape. The wine guru will levitate in during the second half of our show, but during the first half, due to popular demand, flow will return for another incredible Flow Nose segment. In case you missed our last show, Flo is a captivating French woman who happens to know everything about everything. So be prepared to be swept off your feet with the knowledge bomb she's going to throw your way. And after chatting with Flo, we'll explore this week's wine news. It's all on this week's episode of The Wine Fellers. But first... What are we pouring, Mark? And wine, y'all. And wine, y'all. Uh, hey, Joe. <laughs> oh, Mark. That was uh, that was not bad. Whoa, do we have a show coming <laughs> up? We This is going to be jam-packed. And, you know, I've said this before, but this is going to be our best show yet because I really do believe it. I mean, we have everything to make a wonderful show happen. We have the wine guru on. We have Flo Nose on. I'm so my good, psyched. My good fellow Joe is sitting across from me. It's it's just the stars are aligning. Yeah, and we've got you too, Mark. 
Oh, well, that's so, nice you to say. There you go. From one feller to another. Hey. And Flo is sitting here with us. Yes, but Joe? Oh, yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? Well, I'll tell you and Flo how my Thanksgiving was. Uh, it was fine. Okay. Okay, yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> well, I there's a <laughs> yeah. It could have gone so many ways, Mark. Uh, it was a, a great Thanksgiving, probably the best uh, I've had in a while. Good. Because we didn't travel, we stayed at home. Oh well, that's good. That's always good. Yes. I, we and we really enjoyed that. Oh, very nice. Um, and uh, cooked a uh, the traditional turkey. I would expect nothing less. Right. Um, and so. Uh, however, uh, this it was an outlier from most Thanksgivings in that we were home. Okay. Now, most Thanksgivings we travel Yes. Uh, with the family, and uh, my parents uh, went with a few more relatives to uh, San Antonio this year for Thanksgiving. Well, that's an interesting place to go for to San Antonio. Was there just family there? Or? No, no family. Okay. Uh, now I used to live in Texas. Wait, wait. They just decided to go to San Antonio. <laughs> I'm trying to piece together uh, reasoning. Okay. The reasoning behind it. I don't know. Uh, I was left out of that de- decision making process. But part of me thinks, well, maybe because we lived in El Paso. Texas uh-huh. for a few years when I was younger. Right. Maybe they wanted to go back, but San Antonio is clear across the state from El Paso. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I mean, no offense to, to people who are from San Antonio, but just an interesting place to go to for Thanksgiving. Well, I was curious because my parents got back yeah. after Thanksgiving. And okay. I had to ask them, what's up with San Antonio? And apparently, I did not know this, San Antonio has a very nice river walk. I bet on it. Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, I was, it was in my twenties, and uh, I was—I uh, think the Alamo was near there. And I, I remember doing that. Yeah. Well, uh, I asked. Uh, so, where did y'all eat your Thanksgiving meal? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Somewhere. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know. I, and now I'm starting to wonder: Did they even go to San Antonio? It's like they—they're doing something much more fun. And when I start asking questions. They're telling me, uh, no, this is, it was no fun there. Yeah, th- nothing. This was is happening. strange. I mean, no one just packs up and goes to San Antonio for Thanksgiving. Well, they enjoy. My parents enjoyed the town so much. Yeah, that uh, they have said eight years from now, when it's their fiftieth <laughs> wedding anniversary, yeah. they're taking all the families to San Antonio <laughs> to celebrate. Wow, that's something to look forward to. I, I mean, and so in eight years, yes. I will get back to you on the magical <laughs> mysteries behind San Antonio, kids. <laughs> Guess what we're doing? Going to Disney World? Nope. <laughs> Going to San Antonio. Mark, open up some <laughs> wine for me, please. Well, we have a 1999 Hannah Cabernet Sauvignon from Alexander Valley. A lovely uh, nose, kind of black currant tobacco. This is a wonderful wine, kind of refined fruit. Uh, for our next segment, we have Flo on, but Flo is sitting in the studio now. Did you, have, did you have a chance to try our wine uh, uh, or, uh, yet? Uh, <laughs> yes, I did. I never... Uh, forget to try the wine you bring. <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I think it's a lovely wine. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, I only had one in my cellar. So once this is gone, that's it. What, uh, this is a very fruity, a very fruity wine. It's a very fruit forward very, wine. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of wine, uh, wine my ju- uh, wife, uh, Jennifer, enjoys drinking uh, quite a bit. So, uh, but she's not here with us. 
But uh, better than my wife, we have Flo sitting next. Wait, I shouldn't. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark. We have Flo. Hey, sitting the next the to us. the uh, line, the phone line is ringing here in the studio now. I can well, imagine who that is. It's easy. Just don't answer it. Flo, what do you think of this particular Cabernet Sauvignon? Well, what I like about it is the blood current, the black current mm-hmm. test. Mm-hmm. I like fruity wine in general, but not sweet. I can't stand sweet red wine. This one has is very well balanced. Well, I, I, I agree, agree with Flo. I think this is a really well balanced, well structured wine. So as long as we're on the subject, let's get on to Flo Nose. <laughs> Keep your dirt at the door. Flo knows the capital of Idaho. Flo knows who is Michelangelo. Flo knows how to play the banjo. Flo knows, Flo knows it all. Flo knows how to play the bongos. Flo knows how to find Bordeaux. Flo knows a thousand names for snow. Flo knows, Flo knows it all. And let it flow. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Flo, it's so great to have Flo. you on. And uh, we had such a great response last time. Uh, last week, we had you decide how could we not have you on again uh, to ask you some more questions because uh, when it comes to wine and France uh, and anything else for that matter, who better to ask? Yeah, but it's not just that, Flo, that you know everything. I actually ran into someone on the street who heard my voice, recognized me as one of the wine fellers, okay. and told me that uh, they caught the original Flo Nose segment last week and okay. said her voice is perfect for radio. That's right. I know who you're talking about. They said that you have your voice is melodic. Oh. Yes, so, so you've got that going for you, Flo. You do. So here's our first question. My qu- husband never said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have uh, fans uh, on, on, uh, on a radio land who, who think that, and I'm sure we can uh, contact you with them, and I'm sure they're fine and normal people. Okay. <laughs> so our first question for Your Flo. biggest fan. Uh, Flo, uh, so breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. I've always wanted to know how does a typical French breakfast differ from an American breakfast? Good question. Well, it differs a lot. In fact, the traditional French breakfast is very light. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, we call it petit déjeuner. Petit déjeuner. Petit déjeuner. Petit means little. Déjeuner means lunch. So it's like the little lunch. Like a little meal that you have before having lunch. So in France, the biggest... um, meal of the day is lunch. So you don't eat a lot in France when you have breakfast. So typically, it consists of bread with butter and jam. And we have different kinds of jam. Um, And then you um, may have some type of puff pastries, such as croissant, then you have pain au chocolat. It's very similar, except that it has a different shape. It's not like a croissant-like shape, but it's more rectangular um, with some uh, a stick of chocolate. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you have uh, other puff pastries like nice. chausson au pomme, 
which is delicious. So it's actually similar, but instead of being with chocolate, mm-hmm. it's with some uh, applesauce as a filling. Okay. So anyway, we have nice. all these pastries, and we're very known for our pastries. Mm-hmm. And we have lo- local um, um, local pastry shops everywhere in every corner. Uh, and that's the primary, I guess, source for folks to go out and buy something for breakfast. Well, yes. Most likely, I will say the traditional French family will eat bread. Mm-hmm. Bread during the week and then maybe some pastries during the weekend. Now, if you eat croissant every day, <laughs> um, it's not advisable because <laughs> it's, uh, it has a very, it's very rich, lots of butter. Uh-huh. So it's a high calorie, it has high calorie content. Mm-hmm. So it's great, but it's not something that most French people will eat every day. So this is the kind of things you will have on occasions or during the weekend, but most likely you have just a a nice slice of bread. And don't forget that, you know, France has a very strong French culture. We Mm -hmm. have hundreds of different kinds of bread. Mm. And, you know, paradise. It is. It (laughs) is. In fact, there's something that I do that most French people don't. What's that? And maybe because I lived in different parts of the world. I love cheese. So I eat bread with cheese, mm-hmm. all kinds of cheese. Mm-hmm. Me too. And it's like everything, you know, <laughs> all these good things that you have in life, you just eat just, you know, a little bit at a time. And uh, so I enjoy cheese with my bread in the morning. A little piece of uh, some bread, cheese for the breakfast, Mark. How does that compare to your American breakfast? Oh, well, uh, I, I mean, Bojangles Biscuit's pretty good, too. But <laughs> Oh, hey, and we got some Twitter and Facebook questions coming on now. Now, now Mark's been moderating these questions. Um, well, I don't know about moderating, but uh, well, here are no, some questions. Here they come in. <laughs> um, and Mark, send that over to me here. Okay, there you go. And uh, let's see. Now, um, this one's from Twitter, I see here. This is, uh, again, the Flow Knows segment. And we're very fortunate that we've got an active listener base who apparently has fallen in love with Flow. I know. It's, it's got to be her voice and her wisdom uh, and a, a, just a combination of the two. This one comes from Billy the Bear, uh, 13. Um, <laughs> now, okay, keep in mind that this is a judgment-free zone, Mark. I want to make that clear, okay? Yes, I'm starting to I'm see I'm not this. going to judge any of these questions that come in. Nope. Uh, so here is the first one, okay. uh, Flo. Help me, Flo. What if I only want my husband to get me pregnant but nobody else? <laughs> Well, that's a very interesting question. I've never asked myself. Mark. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> Mark, I, why are you sending me these questions? These are the questions we're getting. Well, do you want to take a stab at it, Flo, or do you want, <laughs> or do you want we can go to a different question if you'd like? Or uh, So <laughs> this lady would like to have a child? No, so she's... Well, I assume it's she, yeah. So what? I assume it's she. But what if I only yes? What if I only want my husband to get me pregnant, but nobody else? I can answer this one. Well, 
Well, I mean, it, it's not. It's not segment. Joe knows. Right, I know. Right. right. Okay. Okay. Do we? Do you want us to go to a next question? All right. Well, we can go to a next question. Sorry oh, about that, Mark. Okay. Facebook. Uh, Steven Savinowitz. Uh, here it is. Okay. Uh, my ten-year-old daughter won't eat her vegetables. Mm-hmm. Flow. What would you recommend? A hypnotherapist or an acupuncturist? None of them. Actually, it is hmm. very simple. Okay. Right? So in France, what we do is we have one meal for you know uh, everyone. We don't have different meals um, based on who is going to eat in your house. So basically, I always cook a meal for you know, my husband and kids and myself. It's the same meal. Mm -hmm. So what I suggest is that, yes, unfortunately, kids just don't think vegetables are good, okay? So it's always a battle between parents and kids, and it's not fun, okay? So we just should not have a battle. We should just allow them basically just prepare a plate and you present, you present some, a little bit of vegetables, and you don't fight with your child. You just ask him just to try. That's sure, it. Sure. Just try. I like it. Just one bite. Because, and that's the thing, is there's studies showing that if a child has tried at least 15 times some food, like vegetables, will hmm. develop a test for it. Mm-hmm. So it is very important that the child try. Don't force the child to eat too much of it. Just give him a bite size Th- that is and great. have him try. I told That's you. That's it. That is great wisdom. See, Flo it does is. know. She knew what she was Flo talking about. Flo does know. We've, we uh, have three girls, and we've done that very thing, and they've developed complex palates and enjoy all sorts of different kinds of foods now. Wonderful. So we have, uh, looks like we have one more question. Do we have time for that? Send it over here. Right. I'll take one now. <laughs> I don't seem go. to be having good luck here. Um, okay, this Twitter. Uh, I see my, Migraine Mickey. Sorry about the Migraine Mickey. Uh, uh, migraine Mickey writes, Hi Flo, I've recently become more interested in space. Hmm. Now I can appreciate this because I love space myself. I like cosmology. Uh-huh. Uh, so my question is, Again, judge-free zone. Why doesn't the earth fall down? Oh, well. (laughs) Why doesn't it fall down? Isn't it supposed to... What's it going to fall on to? Tell me, come on. Well, that's an interesting question. I I, uh, I assume the answer is going to involve... Gravity. Last week it was uh, yeah gravity around the sun something uh, like that something like that yeah you know I I appreciate these people writing in mm-hmm. I certainly do but uh, if you if you go online and you start, can probably find the answer <laughs> well and I thought we were gonna get more like you know w- French questions well <laughs> they'll questions. they'll come but we need what we need to do is Mark you're so busy with the show. Yeah, we don't have an effective moderation channel for this stuff. Well, I thought it's basically the first things that pop up on your screen you send to me. Yeah, well, so uh, but you never know. But that's uh, but so uh, we'll just uh, tell them to uh, we'll defer them to uh, Google, and uh, but but so but the, the the takeaway here is that you know as far as the vegetable question that uh, you know I like what Flo said about uh, how you. Um, uh, get, get children to eat, and I know firsthand that their children eat all their vegetables, so it all works out very well. Well, well and a lot of folks will uh, go into a question; they'll ask a question, and they'll already have the answer they want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Like this, uh, like a Stephen 
Stevenowitz, he says, uh, asking, would a hypnotherapist or acupuncturist? Right. Th- they get, it's like that, false dichotomy they're there. asking the wrong question. Sure. There. Well, Flo, we loved having you on the show. Uh, you know, you never know what kind of question you get, but hopefully uh, you're not scared away and you'll come on again. <laughs> and drink some more wine with us. And drink please. more wine with us. Definitely. I will be delighted to come back. Well, thank you so much, Flo. Thank you, Flo. Well, you're welcome. (laughs) You are listening to The Wine Fellers. Stick around. There will be more. Welcome to North Carolina's only fine wine newscast, where your good wine fellers, Mark and Joe, discuss real wine stories, From this week's news, offering you an insider's view into the fascinating and often hilarious world of fine wine, right here on WA. This week on the Wine Fellas News, are you sick and tired of drinking too much wine and then having to urinate while sitting down? Well, time to stand up, my friend. You say your favorite television show doesn't have its own wine yet? It's definitely time to change the channel. All right here on the news. All right. (laughs) I tried, Mark. It was was pretty good. It was pretty pretty bad accent there. So, Joe, how many times has this happened to you? Tell me. You've had too much wine to drink. You need to uh, relieve yourself, so to speak. (laughs) You can't find a place to go, and you're a female. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I I was imagining this so well, Mark, up until the end there. Uh, Fine. Okay. Uh, I'm sure that happens all the time. Go Girl is a funnel-like device. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which comes with a tagline, don't take life sitting down. <laughs> oh, oh man. I want one for number two, Mark. Well. Because you... that re- that's really my, my bottleneck there. Well, I'll have to look and see what they have online at Amazon for that. But it is purchased as a $30 three-pack and is available in two colors, lavender and pink. The makers of this product recommend the device for women who <laughs> like to go camping, skiing, sailing, truck driving, and partying. Yeah. Part partying, partying. <laughs> Use the, using this portable tool allows women to stand and pee, and claims to reduce the chances of getting urinary infections due to unhygienic or sketchy restrooms. Wait a minute. What? What does this thing look like? <laughs> so, the, so this is how it works. You hold the go girl up to your body and relax your muscles. You go, girl. And the pee comes out the little exit tube at the end. <laughs> it's made of a soft, flexible- I love that you said, relax your muscles. I'm uh, not asking, I know how to pee. I'm just, this is from the website. Okay. It's, oh. ma- it's made of a soft, flexible, medical-grade silicone, so it holds <laughs> to your unique shape and forms a leak-proof seal. In addition to the exit tube allowing you to stand while urinating, uh, the tube will allow you to use a urinal if you wish. <laughs> <laughs> what does it look like? My, this is ridiculous. T- 
Oh my gosh! So <laughs> yeah, how long is this uh, well, you, latex yes. uh, so uh, thing, Mark? You can buy the uh, Go Girl 12-inch extension tube, which is sold <laughs> separately for eight dollars. So this is a thing for when you drink too much wine. This Joe. is not a thing for when you drink too much wine. Of course it is. This is what this is for. It's a way to justify a purchase of a sexual instrument. No, that's not. No, you're wrong. This is nothing to do with that. I don't know. This is for uh, females. You must know that females sometimes are in situations where it's more difficult for them to leave, relieve themselves than men. And this is where to 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 counteract that, to make that a a a, a, a less awkward situation. Of course. Yeah. So you're gonna whip out. Your 12-inch latex the attachment. That attachment. is the attachment. The, the, the other, the, you don't <laughs> and, have to have that one. And just you're going to be standing there with this thing that, you know, pee's coming out the end. Yes. And everyone's going to look at you and be like, well, wow, aren't they uh, smart? I don't think people are necessarily looking at you. You could be, you know, in the woods. You could be, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, so here we go. So, so, but Well, what about an attachment for guys who want to sit down? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Presumably, I thought you could do that, but I hey, know. I've I know that some women can pee standing up, Mark. Okay, well, not like this. So, <laughs> so there's Amazon reviews. There's Amazon reviews, and and, and so there. Oh, well, I've got to hear. Here's some five star ones. Uh, got the three packs, so my <laughs> wife could have one in her car, my car, and her purse. Uh, I don't make this up. This is real news. Uh, so we go to a lot of concerts, and regardless of the venue, the bathrooms are usually in disarray. And for outdoor festivals, unisex porta potties really aren't an option. <laughs> this product solves all of these problems. The, the, it's funny. It comes in a three pack, by the way. But see now, now if it's for hygienic purposes, so you don't have to sit down on a dirty toilet, mm -hmm. they need to make one for of these for pooping. <laughs> and then both sexes could mm, use it. Uh, well, okay, here's another five star. <laughs> Very flexible, easy to pack away. Tried it out in the shower and enjoyed myself immensely. And <laughs> here is a one star. That, this is what I'm talking about, Mark. <laughs> it's not. It, it's it's really just it's just for women. This show who, used to it's be making, something. It's Mark. just making it more equal for people who have had women who have too much wine, and we're for that. If we're for anything. Okay. So there's a one star review. Ooh, so this is you know this not everyone likes it. My friend got a go girl for our long weekend adventure. She tried it for the first time after several bottles of wine. Uh, she didn't pee on anything except herself. <laughs> so maybe follow the directions, especially if you've gone through like a bottle and a half of red and white wine, <laughs> like in 45 minutes. Yeah, this is this is a uh, this is funny, but, but it's not going to work. But they're selling them. How, I mean, many, they, how many times can you use it before you have to dispose of it? So you don't have to dispose it for one use. It says you can either put it in a sanitary baggie that it's, they supply, <laughs> or you can clean it later. So, or it's so yeah. So you don't have to clean oh it right then. Because they yeah. have a video of this. I hope not. But, <laughs> so it'd be kind of an awkward, uh, awkward thing if you had to clean it right away. So, I, so they're expecting you to clean it later. So this is a real thing. We are we are equal, oh. if not anything, at the wine fellers, and we want to help our female wine drinkers just like our male wine drinkers. Whatever you say. Okay. Our second story. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. I would say we should buy one and try it out. 
Okay, we will. Or maybe just get the makers of the- uh, Let's get them on the phone. Of, this, of the Go Girl on. So Joe, as our listeners know, this is our second story. Yeah. You have one of the largest medieval goblet collections in North Carolina. I was wondering when this would finally come up Today. on the show. <laughs> How could you, Mark? <laughs> well, now there's a perfect wine to pour in one of those goblets. Oh. Vintage Wine Estates, along with HBO, has launched Game of Thrones wine. <laughs> Just in time for winter, because winter is coming. You know, when Game of Thrones was out for a couple seasons, I hadn't caught it yet. Mm -hmm. I was one of the few who hadn't seen it. And one day I was like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to see what this uh, Game of Thrones is all about. Sure. I don't really want to get on Netflix right now and start watching. I'm going to type into YouTube... Uh, Game of Thrones trailer. Like, just show me what this is about. Right. And this uh, Game of Thrones trailer came up. Right. And I I didn't know this at the time. I didn't know what it was about, but this trailer was uh, a fake trailer. Okay. But I believed it you for like a you year. Had, you hadn't seen it. And it was basically uh, in that universe of this trailer, Game of Thrones was... Uh, situational uh, comedy um, <laughs> taking place a at a renaissance fair amusement park. <laughs> I have not seen this video. I'll have to look it up. And I was like, why on earth are people so into this? This looks horrible. And I was out hanging out with some friends one evening, and they're all like, we're on season eight of Game of Thrones. And I was like, I, start, I went off. I can't believe you people are watching this show. <laughs> Why? What's wrong? Well, a situational comedy <laughs> taking place in a Renaissance fair is the got to be the dumbest <laughs> idea ever. And uh, boy, they uh, yeah. everyone was they looking at me they like I was crazy. You. Yeah. Well, the Game of Thrones Seven Kingdoms collection includes a Chardonnay, a Cabernet, and a red blend inspired by ridiculous. Tyrion, Tyrion Lannister. Um, but all the bottles are, are normal sized. I think he's the shorter one in this show. So according, Easy, Mark. no, I just this is what they're advertising. I this is not me. This is news. According to Jeff Peters, uh, director of HBO licensing, uh, given the prominent role of wine on Game of Thrones, an officially licensed wine for the show feels like a natural extension for our fans. Uh, the Seven Kingdoms collection ranges from nineteen ninety nine to thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, so. Joe, I took some liberty, if you don't mind. Yeah, tell me. I uh, I have took some of my favorite shows and marketing, and I decided to market their own wines for them. Uh, great. You tell me. You have to give me an honest opinion okay. of what you think, if this is a good wine uh, name for a show I was about to say this is not. the most boring news show I've ever done, but now you've completely, before I could say that. Just tell me your honest opinion. I took a show that, I'm ready. that I liked, that people okay. like. So I'm we'll, game. So, you know, like Game of Thrones. Like, so how about Law and Order Special Victims Champagne? <laughs> Truth Serum. <laughs> <laughs> the SVC. The yeah. Special Victim Champagne. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. The, they have uh, SVUs. So you I, get I, it? I'm going to say this. Yes, I do get it. This would be a good wine yeah, for the show, be right? A good wine for the show. Special Victim Champagne. It's like what they give you to help you get over the trauma of being having something horrible done to you, I guess. Okay. So or that... witnessing some horrible, violent crime. But I wanted, there's a side story here. Okay. Uh, I was uh, talking to a buddy who uh, had a dream of starting his own 
uh, his own horticultural care company. And he had the horticultural per- care company. Yeah, you know he mows lawns and stuff. Oh, okay, gotcha now. <laughs> <laughs> and so he uh, he saved up money to get a tra- like one of these big enclosed trailers. He started saving up for the equipment. And then he decided on a name. He was a huge Law and Order fan, and he called it Lawn Order. That's and he wrote it. He was, and he put it on the the thing the, yeah, in the good. same that's blue and white and, and red lettering. Good, yes. And then he he, uh, he, he found s- out there was someone already who come. Somebody up with did that. that? Name. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna tell me he got some cease and desist by. <laughs> uh, no, he well, had to take, he and and he completely got out of of lawn care. Yeah. <laughs> that's what did it. He said, that's it. I'm not cutting another lawn again. No. So I, I I like this idea that uh, they've got a bottle of chilled champagne on ice in the back of the police cruiser for these special scenarios <laughs> that's good you so know, it's a way battering they, ram right. sticks guns tear gas and a iced champagne the chilled champagne it's wonderful it's the way a show can make some more money too you got my vote on that one all right how about this orange is the new black reds and whites <laughs> that's pretty good and all of those uh women prisoners can use the uh pit pal. It's not the p- pal. What is it? What's the name of the uh, urinary tract? It's go extension? girl. It's go, go girl. girl, and they can go girl. You and actually, go girl. I, we have to actually apologize at this point because we can't say that on the radio. Believe what? it or not, what that word? Which one? You Wait, can't say the p well, word. Nope. Really? I know. Who knew? But we apologize. Oh. So our next thing. Wait. Yes. I. So the next the next one is uh, downtown Abbey Carson's choices, and Carson is the butler. Who? What? What's the name of the show? Downton Abbey. Oh yeah, down the downtown house. Yeah, Downton Abbey, and it's called Carson's Choices. Carson's the butler, so you know the wine that he would choose to drink. You don't like that one as much. Wait, what's the name of the wine? Carson's Choices. Oh, see, I've never seen the show. Mark. Okay, how about this? Ghost Hunters Spirits Mixers. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Okay, although uh, Ghost Hunters. Oh, is that like a where they're. It's like a reality show. I think so. Yeah. 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 They need something stronger than wine. Okay. The Bachelor's uh, single uh, vineyard <laughs> selections. Yeah, I like that, Mark. Okay. That's good. You like that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, here's an old- I just picture someone drinking a glass of wine with a tear running down their face. Well, here's some of my older shows that are my favorites. Uh, the Manimal Merlot selection. <laughs> Manimal. Uh, nice. Yes. Uh, the Tom Green show, Tom Green's Preferred Views. Oh, my favorite show from the 80s. A uh, small wonders big wine series. No, I never heard of it. Small wonder. You never heard of that show? It was the robot? Girl. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really couldn't say that word earlier. Yeah, I don't think you can. Oh, that's amazing. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, we'll pretend like we can. Well, our producer isn't walking through the door yet. Not yet. So, but that's they've not, got like a fifteen-minute drive here, though. That's right. All right. All right. So we have some time. To we do. do more we do. We do. But uh, so that is the news. I love it, Mark. You're listening to the Wine Fellers. Don't go anywhere. We've got Alex Badgley, the Wine Guru, next. Today is a new day, a warm and happy day, a good time to be alive. Say goodbye to the ice and snow, 
Enjoy the red Bordeaux. Look how you survive. But now is the spring of our discontent. Oh. You have a magic glow. I'll bet you'll steal the show. You've rubbed me the right way You're the cream of the crop You've reached that hilltop You've blown the cobwebs away But now is the spring of our discontent And snow. Enjoy the red Bordeaux. Look how you survive. But now is the spring of our discontent. Oh. Now is the spring of our discontent. Hail to the orange. Fascist tyrant in your stew he is the fiber in your poo he's the horse in your glue the answer is alex the wine guru honorary wine feller oh mark mark marky mark 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 hey well, this is one of my favorite shows because I know it's going to be because Alex the Wine Guru is here. Hey Alex. guys, how are you guys doing? Oh. Wonderful, fantastic! It is so good to have our wine guru here. Well, you know, after this holiday, you have to have some social lubrication knowledge for the future as oh, we yeah. have more holidays to come. Absolutely. What wisdom will you be sharing with us today? What's going on? Cab oh, is king. Cab is king. Cab is king. It's most consumed varietal out there. I agree. It is. Yes. So I'm going to go right into it because, you know, time is of the essence. And then we can start drinking. And then we can start drinking. Uh, Of course, Cabernet is one of the better known full body red wines. It was originally produced in the Bordeaux region of France. It has been popular for centuries. California, of course, has become, you know, the region that most people know about Cabernet here in the U.S. for domestic. Uh, The uh, bold and hearty flavor of Cabernet is a high Highlighted when it is properly served. Many people make the mistake of either over-chilling uh, a Cabernet or letting it stand at room temperature. 
Yeah, is that's that right? True. Yes. So room temperature is proper term to use when referring to serving temperature of Cabernet. However, <laughs> there is a difference between room temperature in Florida and room temperature in Iceland. Agreed. So yes. Yeah. So, so what, what is it? Yeah. What's the answer? So uh, actually, between sixty and sixty-five degrees. Yeah, is the serving temperature. Nice. Um, and if you do not have a cellar, like Mark or myself. Or me. Or, or Joe. Or Joe. Uh, you would actually throw that bottle in the refrigerator for about 20 minutes and I'll get her down to about the temperature you need for serving. I like it. Yep. Well, that's, that's great. Yeah. So, um, so the other thing, too, is choose your desired wine. Mm-hmm. When choosing a Cabernet, remember the phrase, old before young. Yes. You will find with age, the characteristic of wine has mellowed and smoothed. Younger wines are generally sharper and may overpower foods that are meant to be complimented. That's a good, pin- That's a good point, uh, Alex, because uh, <clears throat> some wines are meant for aging and some are not, but oftentimes uh, Cabernet Sauvignon is meant for aging, especially if it's an oak. Correct. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it can last for many, many years. Yes, yes. And, and so is it there comes like down a- to a question of decanting. Exactly. So, you know, some old wines, you don't want to decant them because you're actually going to kill them before you even have a chance to taste them because Ugh. they become so fragile over time. So really decanting, like some really big Californias like Screaming Eagle or, you know, a, a reserve wine. Uh, we're going to have a reserve wine today. Um, those young ones, you might actually have to slam it into the decanter and actually let let some of that loosen sure. up with air. So the oxygen <laughs> mixes up in there and then... And it lets it open up. Tannins as much aren't as quite as strong. Correct. Maybe. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. Well, that that's uh, that's great. How old of a wine uh, would just uh, if if you could generalize, how old would a wine have to be to where you might say consider to drink it immediately and not decant it thoroughly? Uh, um, and I'm sure it would I mean, vary it, from wine to wine. It, it, it does. It, it's, it's, right. it's wine to wine, but I'm going to tell you what. The majority of the wines out there that are in your 8 to $15 price point, Young. Cabernets, right. they're, the market, they're really designed to drink now. Sure. Exactly. The, so when you start to get into reserves, you start to get into your high-end Cabernets mm-hmm. or your Bordeaux's. Right. You're looking at ageability which, which is a, Which is a Cabernet something on mix, right? Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Brilliant. So, yeah. So let's, let's, uh, so what are we drinking? Let's okay. Have... So the first wine, I'm going to butcher this, uh, is uh, Chateau Doisy Dane. That's it. 2014 from Barsac in France. $22.99 is the retail. And this is a Savion Blanc from the Sauternes region. In, uh, Appalachian in uh, Bordeaux. So that's a rare place to see some of this come from. Most people think Sauternes region, uh, they just have a dessert wine, but uh, there are other wines that come out of that Absolutely. as well. Is that right, Alex? No. That is correct. So it is a 100% Savion Blanc, and nice. you're probably wondering, this is <laughs> king, cabs are king, so yeah. why are we drinking why a Savion Blanc? So uh, th- when we get to the next wine, we'll explain this uh this, uh, There's a method to the yes. guru's madness. So, <laughs> mm. nice pour there. That's really nice. Okay, so I would pair I like this with uh, some goat cheese that you guys have. Oh, yeah. So uh, this is a very old chateau. It's a second crew classe, uh, classified in 1855. So That's this right. chateau is known for making fantastic sauternes, sweet 
dessert wines. Mm. Um, and they've been producing for, oh, well, really good. since 1924. It's a mm. long time. Now, the potential ageability, so you don't think whites is ageable. We have talked about Chardonnays as being ageable. Right. But this Savion Blanc is uh, potential to develop its true, true colors is between five and ten years. Okay. So what do you guys get on the nose? Well, uh, really, flavors really good here. Mm. Well, Honestly. it's it's like sour apple. Mm-hmm. I get definitely this uh, a strong citrusy. Um, kind grapefruit. Of bright, bright fruit. It's strong yeah, grapefruit. grapefruit. Uh-huh. It's really good. And then, um, that. maybe a little lime. I get that. I do get... Um, you know, there's something about it. It's like I'm getting a hint of wood, some oak of some sort. Right. I am as in the well. Nose. There's something There's something else it. going on to it. It might come across kind of funky for some people, but... Um, is that the wood that I'm... The oak there or something I that, think I'm, there that is. I'm smelling? Yeah, this is really... So this is really, really good. Um, and and I, I love this wine. It's... Um, it's crab pretty, apple or something. I mean, just a but very spi- right. there's, You know what? You could, yeah. There's some spice to apple. it. Think mm. of just spice, different types of spices. So this, I mean, it's a very young wine, but it's very drinkable, and I could definitely, I mean, I'd drink this uh, anytime. This is really very nice. Now, very now, now, I happen to put, you know, try some of this goat cheese here. Yes. This is a perfect pairing. Yeah, this is really I good mean, pairing. Why? Yeah. How did you come up with this one? This is really good. With uh, Savion Blanc, um... The acidity of the goat cheese, that funkiness, it balances each other yep. out. Yep. Mm. It's the creaminess. Mm-hmm. So this is just classic pairing. It's very nice. And so a lot of people don't realize that white Bordeaux, if they're looking for white Bordeaux, is actually Savion Blanc, the grape varietal. Nice. Well, this is this is great. So uh, it is. It's like I'm loving this. Loving mm-hmm. this pairing. So perfect. So what's what's the next one we have? Okay. Moving on to the next wine, Volcanon. <laughs> Drink that one up quick. Cabernet Mark. Franc, 2008 from Napa Valley, $27.99 is the retail on it. Um, it is actually farmed in Longwood Ranch, which lies just south of Oak Knoll, the AVA in Napa Valley, where they actually plant classic Bordeaux grape varietals of Cabernet, um, Cabernet Franc, Merlot, Petit Verdot, and Malbec. So Jeez. I've actually been to this winery. It's fantastic. Oh, you have been there. Yeah, I have actually been there. And the owner is a uh he's French. Imagine that. So this is a <laughs> wine that's that's hundred percent Cabernet Franc grape. And so that's uh usually you I, I'm thinking you find this in smaller uh percentages in like your Bordeaux wine, not like as a one varietal wine, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah, so, so generally Cab Franc is uh for blending. Uh as a matter of fact, the only other region that you really see a hundred percent is in Loire Valley. Mm. Where you'll get uh, now. Now this one, right. this wow. one here. I love this. Yes, uh, two thousand eight. I mm-hmm. really like this. I wine. mean, uh, it smells delicious, mm-hmm. but is it? It also is already giving me the the sense, the message that it should uh, decant for a little while. Yeah, you think so? Would you Would you say that? Yeah, I mean, it's two thousand and eight. It's had some time in the bottle when you think about it. But there's, there's definitely but a, a tannic quality. I think uh, you're I right. Can, yeah. it, this could This could really open up over like an hour or so oh. in a in a well, decanter. Well, that's it's so interesting because after tasting it now, uh, it tastes fantastic. So yeah. this is great. So the Bocanon Cabernet Franc. This is a. Uh, but but here's the thing, Mark. Isn't that odd that when you smell a wine, it tells you one thing. 
And then when you taste it, it's telling it's you something else. Something else. That's true. Pinot Noir is notorious for doing that. It hmm. is true. Um, so, so what do you guys think? Uh, do you kind of wow. get a hint of something where I'm going with Cabernet with this? Are you getting these kind Absolutely. of uh, cassis? What, what flavors do you get uh, from there? I'm getting. Um, I get cassis, real strong. Hmm. Um, I get almost, um, but kind of unusual flavor. I get like tea. I can't quite. Like black tea? Yeah, like black tea. But I'm also getting some, I'm getting some like herbaceous. Yeah, I definitely get that. Back, uh, on the back end, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the palate. Mm-hmm. So too. if you could imagine this decanting or aging for maybe another five or ten years, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think you're going to see all that develop. It's a very unusual wine. I mean, I literally like it, but it's, not, it's, it's unlike uh, wines There's I've had no before. one flavor that's just right up front. No. 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 So, 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 we've, so we've tried uh, a Cabernet Franc, and we tried um, a Sauvignon Blanc. Yes. So, so how does this fit into the Cabernet Sauvignon? Okay. So as Cabernet Sauvignon grew more popular in the 18th and 19th century, uh, the close similarities of the two grapes were observed and theories emerged as to the extent of their relationship. In 1997, DNA evidence emerged to show that Cabernet Franc Hmm. Has crossed with Sauvignon Blanc to produce Cabernet Sauvignon. So, are you serious? Yes. So That's you're right. actually drinking, you know, the offspring of so you know Sir Cab Franc. How's that for a Was on one side of the uh, of, wow. the, of the valley, and he got you know he was like, hmm. Well, you know, Sauvignon Blanc. She's really sexy and she's really complex. So <laughs> he decided to cross the street. <laughs> and the offspring produced is Cabernet Sauvignon. So you've learned something today. Uh, I've learned something. I'm a wine feller. So if you're drinking Cabernet Sauvignon, you're drinking a cross between Cabernet Franc yeah, but, and, uh, Sauvignon, and Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, que- the questions, Mark, start rolling in. Let's hear it. Uh, grapevine. Does it change over time from uh, in its genetic makeup? So that a um, thousand years later, it's producing the exact same grapes. Well, it's not because there's something called genetic drift. So there's something you, the grapes are got definitely you know vineyards are changing and evolving over time. So I mean, I understand that. Uh, so uh, the grafting of it or the cutting of it, whatever happened in the very beginning, mm-hmm. obviously that's going to have a very that'd be very different than the Cabernet that we have now because now you have different clones. You're dealing with different clones. Wow. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's another segment for another week. Yes, because that's huge. Mm-hmm. All right, Guru, yes. lead us, guide us. So what's uh, so? How are we going to try our Cabernet Sauvignon today? Our third wine. Oh, well, yeah. oh, do we need to pair this first? Uh, um, well, yeah. You know what? We didn't pair it. Oh, go well, I have some left. Gouda. Should, we, should, we do with the, should we do with the uh, what do, cheese? Should smoke, we do? smoke Gouda. So you want to get into some heavier, uh, heavier cheeses? Okay, semi-soft cheeses. And of course, mm. you know, you know the Cab Franc would be great mm. with steak. Any any heavy, mm-hmm. heavy, heavy meats. Nice. Um, standing rib would be fantastic. Mm. Honestly, with the, the with the uh, tannin structure that you get with the uh, Bocannon, so um, that would help soften it. So you get your fats, you get fats, and from cheese mm-hmm. and from your meats. And if you have a highly tannic wine, that's what you want to have to cut that tannin off of your palate, and that's what makes a fantastic pairing. Why cab? 
or Cab Franc would go so well with meat and cheeses. And, and the the fact that it's a smoked gouda mm-hmm. just reminds me of wow, I'm eating that that those ribs right now. Mm-hmm. You know, something right off the fire. Oh, yeah. And and they go so well together. This this wine, this wine that remains so mysterious to me still. Mm-hmm. There's no one way to describe it yet. Yeah, this is definitely a wine I no. haven't had. I recommend it, but um, it's um, it's tannic and it's it, it probably could you probably uh, deserve to lay down for a couple more years before you drink it. But it's it's very good. It's just amazing that that's 2008. That's on the market. Yeah, it's, it's hard so to it's, believe. Yeah, it's almost wow. like they were holding back vintages before releasing it. Yeah, uh-huh. because could you imagine drinking that? Right, right, Ooh. right. Maybe that's why they held it back. Could be. Maybe. Could be. So, okay. So what's our third one? So we're going with Anderson's Con Valley Cab, 1993 Reserve. Ooh. So this has got some age on it. Uh, family owned. Um, they've been producing since 1987. Nice. Um, they are just south of Howell Mountain and um, uh, Con Valley. Is- and uh, there's 40 acre estate. So to give you an idea, the Bocannon is in the southern part. And this is in the more northerly part. So this has got some age on it. This should be the wow. wine you buy to have with your standing rib roast really? for Christmas. So now, what, what's this one run? And this is a 93? It's uh, probably a couple hundred dollars, actually. It's, it's a good wine. But, it's, but you can tell the difference. I mean, the other one was good, but it was- Oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah. It's, but this one is like velvety. Out, it just outclasses them completely. Yeah. You don't have, the tan, there's really the tannins it's are kind al- of- uh, The tannins falling out, but sure. do you get the herbaceous has now come forward? Yes. It's like all these herbs. It's mm-hmm. just really- It's really good. I, I mean, I, I don't want to say it's like licorice. No, I don't. But, well, it's on the uh, edge. It's kind of like- Let me try this again here. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's just- I mean, you know, the, the stereotypical oh thing you, you would gosh. get from this is like a tobacco- Taste or flavor. oh yeah, if you if you ever but, go into a tobacco shop and smell the, fr- the uh, you kind of get that a little bit. It, but, yes, it, but you also get kind yes. of a, a kind of a cherry, dark cherry, dried flavor, cherry. dried cherry. Sure. So and, your aged cabs can tend oh, to bring so out smooth. more dried yeah, yeah. fruit yeah, versus good. the lush fruit that you get up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, this it's very, this is this is the this is the pinnacle but, of it's kind of what old, you're after. Well, it's kind of an old world style too. It's like in a Bordeaux. It tastes like a Bordeaux, even though it's just yes. strictly a Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. Yes, it it does. But what is this? I don't want to. You know, it's it's uh, it's this flavor. It's this smell that's permeating the entire experience. Right. But I'm not quite sure where to put it. Hmm. It it's has- almost like what is that? You know, fresh like styrofoam smell. <laughs> I, uh, with la- I'm just lacking oh. the terms. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're thinking of something that's um, um, petrol. There's, there's. Like, yeah, there's an oil. So, yeah, sure. So when you like think that. of when yeah. you think of um, good rieslings, rieslings can ha- can come across as kind of like this diesel kind of like there's this yes. there's yes. there's a petrol mm-hmm. aroma to it. In that's there. exactly what you're okay. talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. It. Yeah. I mean, and I like mm-hmm. that. I like yeah. that about yeah, this. Good. Now this. the difference between this and a Bordeaux that's aged. Bordeaux tend to have a more a little more minerality, mm-hmm. and of course it depends on what you buy from in Napa Valley. But this, this doesn't have that minerality that you would get in like De Cru Bocayou or Lafitte, some of the other big producers in Bordeaux. Right. This is a it's a wonderful wine, and uh, boy, it's just such a wow. treat. And it's a perfect pairing too with the uh, 
the goat cheese, and then oh. now the gouda, the uh, smoked gouda. So this is uh, wow, it's absolutely so nice. amazing. Mm-hmm. So uh, to 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 uh, to recap, um, the, the the third wine was probably our, all of our favorites. I would say. Well, yeah. and look, you know, the age on it, I think, gave it an unfair advantage. It did. Here. It did. And this is a. Uh, a, a well-known uh, maker, and the other wines are wonderful too. Um, but they're for educational purposes. Absolutely, and they're big makers too. But it shows you just where the history has come from. Cab, you know, I mean, this is the lineage of Cab in three bottles. That's wonderful. I love it. Well, so. Alex, we'll have you on again soon. <laughs> yes, you, it's just so great always to have. The wine guru, because he's extremely knowledgeable, and we always drink and eat so well when he comes on. He's our personal wine spiritual advisor. I know. Why do you need a regular one? (laughs) (laughs) Alex, thank you so much for being here today. For having me. You've been listening to another exciting episode of The Wine Fellers, North Carolina's only fine wine radio program. And I've had such a great time today, Mark. Me too, Joe. But the good news is is that the fun can continue online. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Visit us online at thewinefellers.com, where you can learn more about today's program and listen to previous shows. See you next week. Songs and melodies. Change and change and sway, but they still stay the same. The songs that we sung when the dark days come are the songs that we sung when we chased them away. If I ever found a pot of gold, I'd buy bottles untold of the nectar of the vines, cause I'm gonna die. With a twinkle in my eye Cause I sang songs, spun stories Love, laughed and drank wine Tomorrow is another day The cats are out to play, to play That old rusty spaceship wants to sail Into the Milky Way again On a river of red, red wine
Jalan Raya.